Hey friend, and welcome to the Camera Brave Show. My name's Marissa, and I help people fearlessly create content and find their own beautiful voice. In this show, we talk all about strategy, mindset, and confidence, not to mention the power of storytelling through my personal favorite thing, video. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's dive right in. Hi, friend, and welcome back to the Camera Brave Show. My name is Marissa, and in today's episode, we're going to talk all about your video setup, and I'm going to give you some guidelines on how you can simplify this and point out some misconceptions that you may be believing and not even realize that are actually kind of keeping you from taking video. So before we dive on in, I just need to point out that if you are watching this on YouTube, I am wearing glasses and I'm a big advocate of direct eye contact. And if you're able to remove your glasses to do so, but listen, I ended up putting this episode off a little bit because I've just had a very, very large project that has taken up 99% of my focus. And this ended up getting pushed to being recorded on New Year's Day. So happy new year, everyone. I hope that you had a very safe and amazing holiday. I myself am a little tired today. I stayed in on New Year's Eve because I've got a new dog and wanted to make sure he was okay with the fireworks. But things did get a little crazy. A crossword puzzle was brought out. So that is that is how wild we got on this New Year's Eve. But hey, you're only young once. So, all right, let's talk about what I mean by your video setup. I am simply talking about the way that your area is set up when you're taking video. For example, when you have your desk that you work at, you probably have your computer, you probably have your notepad and your keyboard, right? That's your desk setup. When you're taking video, you have your phone or camera, you have your ring light, and you have maybe a microphone or a few other pieces. That is your video setup. Now, the reason that I was inspired to talk about this right now is because we just had a coaching call inside of the Camera Brave Club. If you're not familiar with the club, that's my monthly coaching group where I teach entrepreneurs essentially how to take video and then how to improve that video. I release a new training each month to teach different types of social media like Instagram Reels and YouTube, and we're coming up with TikTok very soon. So it's basically your one place where you can have coaching calls, get all of your techie questions answered, and continue to learn and improve upon the video that you're taking. If you're interested and want to learn more about that, you can go check it out at camerabraveclub.com. This last week, we had a video feedback session that turned into uh, one of the women in the group saying, I can't set up my camera correctly. Like my setup is not working. It's not practical. And we actually just brought her up on Zoom and she showed me what she was working with and we got her questions resolved. And I was like, you know what? Let's talk about this a little bit more. And then everyone in the group had asked if they could see my setup. And my honest to goodness response was my setup's not fancy. And then it took me, I had to pause. I was like, well, it's not fancy because it doesn't have to be fancy. So I shared my very small setup with them, but it's a setup that allows me to take video that looks like this. And in my opinion, this is good quality video. So 
I realized that there were some misconceptions that I was even holding on to regarding it needed to be fancy. So once I posted my behind the scenes tour of what my setup actually was, it was really helpful to these women in the group. And it helped to kind of break some of the misconceptions that they were holding on to. So we're going to talk about what your setup actually needs to be and what it doesn't need to be. So first of all, two main things for you guys on your setup. I want it to be easy. I want your setup to be easy for you to maintain. My setup, when I come and sit at this desk, the only things that I have to do are put up this background and turn on my ring light. Takes 45 seconds combined because I don't want you to have any extra barriers in your way. Like when you're finally ready to take video and you have your content ready and everything is in line, I want you to just be able to flip on your light and be able to go. Just a few easy steps. So don't think about fancy. Your setup doesn't have to be fancy, but I do want it to be simple for you. Easy to maintain. Like like you don't have to clean the whole room behind you in order to take video. Like maybe your setup is in your own office. Maybe you have your own room and you're able to just easily take your video. Now, the second thing that I would like your setup to be is I would like it to, to some degree, match your branding or your messaging. And if it doesn't match it, that's okay, but don't let it distract from it. Let me explain what I mean. When I took to my stories to kind of talk about this after the coaching call, I was DM'd by a woman who was asking about her setup and, you know, what she could do for her background, what her options were. She explained that she was up against a wall. So my first question is, what color is the wall? Because as long as the wall is not paper white, I'm okay with that. Here's why I don't want you to record against a paper white wall. If you're watching me on YouTube, the camera, I'm going to like just explain this as simply as I can. It, it's iris, like it's eyeballs, essentially. It has to refocus on something that is plain white. Plain white things help it to like recolor itself and to know exactly what color to base everything off of. But aside from that, avoid paper white, avoid wearing bright white, avoid putting yourself up against a bright white wall. Now, if you're also watching, you're going to, you may be like, Hey, you're up against a white wall. This is not a like completely bright white wall. Like it's not piece of paper, bright white. And if it was, I would not record against it because all it does is add another like layer that your camera is trying to focus on and it's easy to blow it out. It's easy to look too bright. So I would avoid recording against a stark paper white wall. And then the second thing that had happened with this woman's background is her husband very proudly had some like, uh, like deer heads hanging on her wall. So it didn't work for her brand at all. So she needed to configure a new background for her setup because it would draw from her messaging, her brand, her business versus if it was maybe just a plain wall with like a little bookshelf on it, she probably could have gotten away with it, but it was a bright white wall with something that was distracting on it. So my second rule for your setup is 
to try to go with your branding. But if you can't necessarily have it match your branding, as long as it doesn't pull from it and distract people, because people will get distracted by what's behind you. One million percent. Think about the last time you saw someone's video. Have you ever looked into their kitchen and been like, what's going on back there? What, what, what's back there? What does she have on that shelf? Is that a book? Have I read that book? I mean, it's just, it's our curiosity. It's human nature. Even if it's the most amazing person in the world that's presenting their content, we want to know what's going on behind them. So it's completely natural and completely normal. But as long as your background does not draw from you, from your business and your messaging, then I think you're good to go. Now let's talk about some of the misconceptions that people bring in to their video setups. First of all, video is only as hard as you make it. If you have decided that, and maybe you don't even realize that these blocks are stopping you, but maybe you've got it in your head that you would have to have your own office and a room fully dedicated to taking video. Maybe you have these ideas and these dreams of having this beautifully designed room behind you or this beautiful background that matches your branding colors where you're maybe adding some of your products or something super cute behind you. Maybe you have the idea that you would have to have expensive equipment. The truth is that in 2022, there is no barrier to entry for video at all because I know you have a smartphone. I know you have a smartphone. It's a phone. We don't even call them smartphones. It's a phone. It's a, it's a phone. I know you have one. And the truth is that there is really nothing like physically that is stopping you from going to Instagram and adding to your stories right now. Now, you may not know how to actually take a story. And I do understand that. I understand not knowing the technology behind it. But here's what I've seen in my time working with other entrepreneurs, working in the studio, and being with people that represent themselves on camera. 90% of the roadblocks that stop people from taking video are mental. 10% are technical. So there is a very real chance that you're not sure how to take a story on Instagram, that you don't have the actual know-how of how do I add music? How do I add this? How do I do that? But when you are just starting, 90% of what is stopping you is in your head. And I understand that I've been there, but what I'm asking you to do and what I ask all of the people in my coaching group to do is to start because the only way you can improve and get better is by starting. And if we're being completely honest, the only way that you'll even know if you don't know how to take a story is by trying. The only way that you even get to the phase of having technical difficulties is by trying to take video. So if you've come across technical difficulties, then that means that you've already tried to take the first step to some degree. So amazing for you. But that is what I see time and time again, is that it's so often we have these ideas that we want to have the perfect room behind us. We see so-and-so have a beautiful room, a beautiful studio, and we want that. We want to have natural light. We want all of these things. But 
we could just create a setup that's good enough for now because how long are you going to keep waiting for the perfect setup? I know I personally, I'm not trying to sound like I'm accusing anyone or like talking down to anyone because I personally put off recording video components of the camera brave show for several episodes because I had it in my head that I was going to redesign the whole room behind me. I was going to paint it. I was going to rearrange it. And I was going to make it just this beautiful room. It was going to be just gorgeous. It was going to be camera brave colors. It was going to be perfect. But I realized that time was ticking and I was waiting. I was stalling and that I could have been taking content that was good enough instead of wait for the perfect room. The room is still the way it was before. It never actually got done because the truth is that the goal that I had in mind for myself was uh, maybe someday down the road, like I will get to that level of video. But there are people who needed to see my videos now. There are people who are on YouTube and who don't really understand or just straight up don't listen to podcasts, but they're on YouTube. They needed to hear my messaging. So I knew that if I was waiting till I had the perfect setup, I would be waiting forever. And I'm seeing that pattern with some of my clients and with some of the women that are, you know, trying to get started is that they feel like they've got to wait till it's all perfect. And the truth is that you're just going to be waiting forever. The person that you admire that may have that beautiful setup, that beautiful studio, I guarantee you their first video didn't start like that. They just started and then they got good. One of my favorite sayings that I say all the time around here is to get good, you've got to get started. Let's get you started, then we can improve. Your audience isn't going to judge you. The people on your page aren't going to judge you because you don't have this beautiful show-stopping video. They're going to go, hey, she's on, she's taking a video. This is great. Like, truthfully, your people are going to support you. Like, I fell into that same trap of, they're going to judge because I come from the world of video production. So I was ultra terrified to release content because I, everyone that, you know, I went to school with that we all have very high standards of video because we studied it. Right. So I was terrified, but people weren't on my page judging me and saying, what's up with your lighting? What is that background? Like you can't get into the studio to do this. No, they were like, Hey, you're on, you're doing a video. That's amazing. And the truth is that most audiences are going to respond that way to your first video because they they're there because they want to hear what you have to say. They're watching your content because it's good because they need the information that you have. And that comes first over all of the other techie things, being able to just sit there and talk to them. And once you start, you're going to want to get better. You're going to feel that passion of, okay, you know what? I'm getting a ring light today. Add to cart. And slowly your setup is going to improve, but it's going to improve a lot quicker while you're taking video. Because when you're actively taking video, then it's at like the forefront of what you're thinking about. That's one way that I help women inside of my group. I did that coaching call on Tuesday. And by the next day, the number of people in the group, we had made over double that number in videos. 
because everyone was excited because they were seeing my setup. They were talking, they were learning how to make their setups better. And it was at the forefront of their mind, of their like focus. They were like, I got to take a video. I'm getting excited. And that makes me honestly so beyond happy that we had double the number of people in the group as videos that were made, meaning that people weren't making one video. They were making two, three, four videos. And that makes me so, so excited because these are not content creators. These are not vloggers. These are women with a business. These are women trying to grow their social that are trying to connect with their audience. And they don't, they didn't know how to do any of this. They're teaching themselves. They're opening up their minds and they're allowing me to help them get to that next step. They've all learned from scratch how to create reels. They're all learning how to do things like polls on their stories. Like no one came into this group with the perfect setup and they're ready to go. Everyone came in with questions. Everyone's had hangups along the way, but everyone is still taking video and they're connecting with their audience. And that is so, so, so important. So when you start to take video, you will see that videos at the forefront. So improving that video is going to be important to you versus if you keep putting it off and keep waiting to take video, well, then you're not really going to improve because you don't have that at the forefront of your current life right now. It's not something that's a priority for you when it's getting pushed to the back burner. I hope that this makes sense. Listen, there are so many misconceptions that I didn't even realize I was holding on to when it comes to your setup. Like my mindset of it's not fancy. Like, why would I show you guys? It is not special. And another thing that I noticed was like a common thread of a misconception in the group was the people thinking that they could not record up against a wall. Listen, if your desk is the space where you are going to record, that's where I record. This is my desk right here. If that is the space where you are going to record and it is up against a wall, that is fine. I just don't want it to be a plain white wall. If it's like yellow beige, that's fine. Use what you've got. Rule number one, make it simple. Rule number two, try to go with your brand or just don't distract from your brand. So that kind of goes back to being simple. If we're being honest, we want it to be easy. I don't want your setup to be an extra thing that's going to delay you or be a barrier to you creating content. We want it simple. Simplify it. We simplify our system for getting ready on camera. That's a system. We simplify our setup for taking video, our lighting. All of it can be basically put on like autopilot. That way, all you have to do is deliver amazing content. That's all I need from you is to just get up here. And another reminder of why you have to start now, because listen, there are people out there who need to hear your message now. There are people who cannot wait until you have it all together. There are people who cannot wait until you have this like perfectly designed room behind you. There are people that need your messaging now. And that is why you cannot put off taking video until you feel ready. If you're looking for a push, friends, this is what I do. And this is what I love to do. I have seen every person enter my group 
take video and improve on it. And if you think for one second that you are too old to take Instagram reels or to get on TikTok, I have no no tolerance for that excuse because one of the women in my group has proudly admitted she's in her 60th decade of life. So I don't want to hear it. She makes amazing reels. I taught her step-by-step -step how to take reels and they do very well. I'm not going to mention her name just, you know, because that's kind of sensitive information, but she does amazing. She puts herself on camera. She makes awesome reels and she's learned step-by-step from the teachings that I put up there because they're non-techie. They are easy to follow because I'm not a techie person myself. I don't think people like believe me when I say that because they're like, you're, you're on my phone, you're on my podcast. Obviously you're a techie person. No, I'm just really good at like Googling things and figuring things out. Like, honestly, I'm not a techie person. What did I spend on my call? I got stuck on something on Zoom and everyone who was on the call kind of had to bear with me. And I was like, you guys, I'm sorry. I, I have told you I'm not a techie person. And this is what I mean by not a techie person. I believe it was trying to play back one of the videos to give feedback on. We kind of just had to wait. It was like my little wheel was spinning as it was trying to load because I am truthfully not a naturally techie person. I'm not someone who is naturally great at social media, but I am someone who loves video. And I have been trained to take video and I do love watching other entrepreneurs take video and I loved helping them improve on that video. So friends, if you're needing some help, if you're needing some guidance, send me a DM, send me a message at camera brave over on Facebook, over on Instagram, and let's talk. How can I help you? Because this is literally what I do. And this is what I love to do. And I do believe that 90% of what is holding you back may be mental. And that's why it's, that's why it's a monthly group. That's why it's not just an ebook. That's why I'm here and I'm helping and I'm coaching and we're talking on zoom because I know so much of the roadblocks are mental and you just need encouragement sometimes. And also a professional to look at what you're doing and to just tell you, Hey, this is, this is good. Like this is good stuff. Okay. It makes all the difference in the world. Friends, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and happy new year. By the time that I'm recording this, it is New Year's Day, so it is officially 2022. And I hope that you just have an amazing, fruitful year ahead of you. As always, you can find me over at Camera Brave on Facebook and Instagram. Have an amazing rest of your week. And I will see you next time on the Camera Brave Show.